0: Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Tax hike, another one coming. President Biden wants to raise taxes on businesses and high income earners, but economist Diana Forgot Roth tells the Cheddar Financial side that the timing is very questionable.
1: We need to decide what state the economy is in. We were just told that the economy is in a terrible state and that we need a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. So if it's in a terrible state, we don't want to be raising taxes. That's going to suck investment out of the country. It's going to delay investment because the returns on old investment are going to be much higher than the return on new investment because of the tax. So the last thing we need right now is to be raising taxes to slow the economy.
0: So President Biden insists that this tax hike would only apply to a small segment of people. Is that the truth or what are you thinking about this new possible tax
1: hike? The hard thing about anything that politicians say is it's usually just the tip (laughs) of the the iceberg as to the the effects it's going to have on the overall economy and and on the effects it's going to have on the American people. And reading between the lines, you know, you get these acts that pass or or different things, and they're 700 pages long, right? And so there's 700 pages because there's a lot of things that go into that. And one of the things that Matt and I have been talking about for a number of years is just looking historically at tax rates and saying – if we look in the past, tax rates were significantly higher. It's only been a very small percentage of our country's history where we've had a starting tax bracket at 10%. Mm-hmm. Normally it started at 15%. Right now we go 10 then 12. So now if you're a married couple with your standard deduction at being almost $25,000, you you know, $100,000 you can make and you're still in a 12% tax bracket. And so, you know, for a number of years, we've been in these low tax brackets, but our debt continues to rise. And she just mentioned this trillion dollar stimulus package. And so where do taxes going to go? If you're a betting man, it doesn't take much to say taxes are likely going to go higher. And then you marry that with the statistic that says that 47% of our government's revenue comes from income tax. It's very unlikely that we're all not going to pay more taxes down the road, but we've been preparing for retirement like we're going to pay less in taxes in retirement because our income is going to come down. And so we have to look at that and say, is that really going to be the case? Or should we right now look at the opportunities that lie before us with the current tax rates to prepare to be efficient with taxes, doing Roth conversions or contributing to our Roth IRAs? Or what are the different things we could do with capital gains, et cetera? And there's always opportunities to be proactive about your taxes, and it's probably one of the most overlooked pieces of that whole retirement puzzle, but one of the ones that can really have a big impact on your average retiree. If we can put five, $10,000 back in your pocket every year, that's gonna make a big difference because of tax planning. And those are the types of solutions that Matt and I are looking at and have been looking at for a number of years with our retirement clients is helping them be efficient in all areas, but especially with those taxes, because most people come in with 60, 70, 80% of their portfolio in 401ks and IRAs. And guess what? Those dollars have never been taxed. They're going to be.
2: I mean, if you caught what Damon was saying there, he was saying that your income is likely going to be lower in retirement, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be paying lower taxes, right? If taxes go up, if you're in the 10 or 12% right now, you could still be making around that income or even less but you potentially could be in a 15% tax bracket just because we go back to the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it reminded me of like, I told, I'd mentioned it earlier in the story that we're kind of in the process of moving. And so a couple months ago, my daughter got in an accident and crashed her car. And so we are like, well, what are we going to replace it with? So we said, okay, let's get a truck. So that we have, you know, a vehicle that we can do some of this moving and stuff like that when it comes time. So we got this truck, and it, re- it reminded me back of my childhood because, but back in the day, my dad had a work truck that he shared with my uncle. And it was this blue Ford F 150. And my kids would die for one right now, but it was one of those ones and it was a stick shift. And so I remember sitting next to my dad. And he was running the clutch and if you were in the middle seat because you know back <laughs> yep. then we'd pile like four or five in that bench seat right i mean yes, no sir. seat belts whatever we nope. were fine we were stuck together mm-hmm. we were just squeezed in we weren't going anywhere but the guy that was sitting next to dad he had to shift <laughs> right and you just had to know second gear third gear for you were you were doing the shifting but we would borrow this truck and my dad had rental properties and he had these jobs that we would do and we would go and work with my dad and we would drive around and he would pay us. But when we would get our money, the rule at our house is you get the money and you get home and you would say, okay, you got your 10 bucks or whatever. But then we had to go through the process. And the process was you paid your tithing. So you pay that 10%. Mm-hmm. And then we had to put another 40% into our savings. And I always griped and complained to my dad. I was like, why? I just worked so hard and I only got to keep half of it. And my dad would say, "Well, well. <laughs> I'm preparing you for real life. Unfortunately, yep. you get to keep most of this and actually put in your savings. But in the future, you might mm-hmm. find that Uncle Sam is going to actually take that much from you. It's like, Who's, Uncle, and Sam? You're like, Who's Uncle, Sam? Uncle Sam? I don't, don't, don't have <laughs> Uncle Sam. I, I know Uncle Dan. He owns part of the truck. He's the guy that's making me do all this work. And you know, he's part of this you know conspiracy against us children that have to work <laughs> with this truck." But, Anyway, so it, it kind of taught the lesson that, you know, when you make your money, it's not all yours, right? right. So some of that's going to go. And so, like, to Damon's point, if we can take steps that are strategic, that put another 5 or 10 or 15% back in your pocket, that makes a big difference in the extra money you have in retirement, right? I mean, if I was a kid, made my money... I stick shift. I did all the stuff with dad. I got my money and I got to keep an extra 10 or 15% Mm -hmm. and get it in my pocket to be able to go and buy baseball cards and do all the other stuff. Man, I would have thought I was rich, right? I mean, that would have been awesome. I mean, fortunately, my dad had me saving money for college and for the car that I wanted. But at the end of the day, if we can just be more efficient with your taxes that is going to be huge because it's going to get you that extra money that can make the difference in having the luxury and the fun items in retirement versus being on a pretty tight budget.
0: You know, it's funny you say that about your dad said, nope, tied some of it, put some in savings. I can hear my dad, my dad always start complaining the same thing about money. And it's like, dad, this isn't fair. He would look at me and go, son, Fair is where you see the clowns and get cotton candy. Life ain't fair. That's so true. <laughs> hey, real quick. I like I, that. <laughs> how did how did your daughter react to getting a truck?
2: My daughter loved it. She, she, now she, like, when she gets in my wife's car, um, it's an SUV, but it doesn't sit as high. She's always just like, Mom, your car is so low. I don't like driving it. And so she's fallen in love with that. But, but what's funny is I tell the story that my wife, my wife's only five foot. But she comes from a family that's rodeo. So they had trucks. They did all that. And so, you know, we got set up on a blind date. That's how we first met. And Mm -hmm. so we went on the blind date. And then she asked me out on the next date. You know, I didn't know much about her. I mean, we had went on one date. She's coming to pick me up. And I hear this rumble or, you know, and I'm just like, what is going on? Next thing I know, she's knocking at the door. I walk out. And we hop into a, a raised diesel Dodge truck. Yes, sir. And I was like, okay, here we go, right? So <laughs> so I guess it's in my daughter's blood to like trucks because that's how my wife grew up as well.
0: Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.